0: What's up, everybody? I'm actually going to enjoy this topic because I feel like my stories can be a little crazy, but this is definitely a topic that I might be enthusiastic about because I feel like my stories are crazy. And just to give a little background, this one, this podcast is actually called Uber Stories. Part one of six, because I'm only going to tell six, because if I told more than that, then I'm going to extend this podcast. This this season of podcast will be way longer than it needs to be, and I'm not going to do that. I, I have a regime and a method to my madness, and I'm going to stick to my method. But yes, uh, this podcast, for anybody that has any idea, like... This podcast is about stories that happen when of me being an Uber driver past 11 o'clock at night. I'm not talking about before 11. I'm talking about after. After everything just gets live, like it gets really, really live. And I love it because it's 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 madness and it definitely is something that needs to be talked about i'm pretty sure there are lots of uber drivers that could sympathize with my madness but my stories are a little bit over the top because i'm a little nicer than most people (laughs) i'll be honest i i I deal with a little bit more because i'm a little nicer than most people and at the end of the day you feel me like i um i seem to get into these situations being concerned about people who are not even concerned about their own well-being which is funny and this first story sticks out to me because for this very reason I don't really drive much in Buckhead anymore. Like I'm I I'll be honest. I get tipped well in Buckhead. The, the biggest tip I've ever gotten in Buckhead was $100. Like I've gotten $100 tips, $50 tips, $75 tips like you know, I, I get tipped in Buckhead and The the tips make me sometimes I go home with like $400 in a day, you know, like I'll be honest, like it's it's really worth it because I I go above and beyond for the people that are in my car. But this particular situation was a very, very uncomfortable situation. And I feel like that some people are going to be very flustered when I tell this story, (laughs) but it's okay, It's perfectly fine. It happened. And we all moved on. So. This story is about a lady I picked up from the bar. I forgot what bar she was at. I'm not gonna say her name because I definitely remember her name, but I'm not gonna say her name. So, this is what happened. So, she took a while. I had to make two loops in Buckhead. I, they they have a lots of one-way roads when you get towards like the side of Buckhead that's like right in Atlanta, like where they have the one way. So I had to make multiple loops and I had to drive around a couple of times. I was a little frustrated because I feel like that with certain situations, you should already be outside. But she just was not wanting to stand outside and let me know because she she was crazy enough to give me her description of what she was wearing. But she did not stand outside so I could see it. So I didn't see the point of telling me what you were wearing if you weren't going to stand outside so I could see exactly what you described to be. I didn't see the point. So I drove around. And she got walked to the car by a a man that she was not interested in. This was apparently their first date. And I am very confident that it most definitely was also the last date. (laughs) And he walked her to the car. He opened the door. She was extremely drunk. Like, extremely. Like, she was taking, like, the steps that she was taking, you don't take those steps in heels. Like, you, you really don't. Like, she was taking sideways steps. She was leaning I don't understand how you can have someone help you walk and then you're still leaning. Like it, it was it was a very ugly sight. She was just she was like I she was a Caucasian woman, a little bit shorter than me. She had on a black dress, heels and a and it it, it had spaghetti straps and she I don't I don't want to say that she Okay, she wasn't wearing a bra. Okay. So basically she she looked a little not even a little she was extremely wasted like she was done she was like grand theft auto wasted like she was just completely done like when she got in my car she was just like i hope you don't i hope you didn't pick up on it but i'm not going to go out with him again and i politely said ma'am i understand i saw your disengagement with his manners so i kind of felt like that you were done and she was like yes i was very done it was a very dull date. He didn't have enough personality for me. And I was just like, oh, that's so sad. Like, that is extremely sad. And we just laughed. And then as the conversation went on, you know, she uh she told me not to follow the GPS. I was like, OK, um, just let me know where to go. She said she wants to avoid the traffic. I said cool. Even though we're in Buckhead and there absolutely is no way to avoid the traffic at all. <laughs> I'm going to take your route. We're going to take your route. We're going to go and we're going to just go on about our business and just go the route to tell me to go. Even though Uber's going to reroute me like 12 times and just tell do oh, no, go this way. Please proceed to the route. Like <laughs> we're going to ignore that and go the route you say cuz this is your house. So I mean, whatever way you want to go to your house is fine. So There was a part of me where when she was driving, I was wondering to myself if she really had the awareness to actually navigate because she was so drunk that she could barely walk. So it hit me as I was driving away. Should I really be taking directions from someone this drunk right now? Like, should I really be doing that? Like, I don't really feel like I should really be doing that. But I did. And the trip was about 12 minutes longer. And it was about... I think it was about 12 o'clock at night. Well, actually, I'm going to say 12.30. Because it was closer to 1 when I left. And this, there wasn't that much time with this event that happened. And basically what happened was that she was drunk. And then the next thing, you know, she was talking about what she actually likes in guys. And then she asked me what I like in women. And I was like, I like women like my girlfriend. <laughs> just, just to establish it from jump, you know. Like, just, you know. Which in reality, like, I mean, I kind of went into describing the type of women that I like, but I started off by being very standoffish, saying, Oh, I like women that are like my girlfriend. You know, like (laughs) women that, that look like my girlfriend, that act like my girlfriend, you know, that actually talk like my girlfriend. Well, let me not say talk because she can, well, let's not even go there. But anyway, but yeah, so long story short, I was being standoffish at first because. Women that are drunk are extremely friendly and I wasn't trying to entertain that, but eventually, you know, I went to go into what I like in women, you know, I I like women that are (laughs) that are good with conversation and as calculated as I am. I don't like women that just I don't know how to explain it. I just like women that can calculate just as well as I can. Like I don't like women that just just awkward and reckless, like just know like you're you're going to fuck something up like that's just how I feel like but long story short you know we went into it and then eventually she said that she has a guilty a guilty pleasure for black men and I was just completely went completely silent I didn't know what to say I just chuckled and kept driving you know I just just laughed I kept driving and eventually I started to get mad I started thinking to myself like why do I always I always get the women in my car I always get the Caucasian women that love black men in my car like why (laughs) Like, like why bro like I'm not saying it is always like a bad thing it's just like something always goes wrong every single time when I'm driving an Uber and I just happen to talk to someone that just feels comfortable saying I really like black men like Like, damn, bro, like, it just, and then something awkward always happens after. And I always end up sitting there stuck, like, oh, my God, Darius, what are you going to do now? Like, what are you going to do? Like, oh, my God, like, you literally have to just get done with this ride, get paid, get your tip, and go on about your business. But, of course, it's never that simple. It's never that simple. So, yeah, it was a very awkward situation, you know, when she said that. In my head, I was like, okay, Darius, this is when you start to become standoffish because you've already established that you're taken. So nothing's going to happen past this point. It's just going to be awkward. Just laugh and then say, I feel you and just keep laughing. And that's what I did. You know, and then eventually she just, you know, she she put her hand on my arm and she just was like, there's just something about you guys. And I just laughed. I was like, <laughs> And I kept driving. That's just what just, just, this is just what I chose to do, you know, and and then eventually, you know, we, we got to in front of her neighborhood. It was dark. There wasn't really there was only one light, like as as big as these these neighborhoods are with these condominiums, like there was only one light in the front of the gate. And then she couldn't open the gate. She couldn't find her key card. She was so drunk, she kept mistyping the code. And I literally was just sitting there like, ma'am, please remember your code. I just wanted to get you home safely. And that's all I'm trying to do. And she just said, OK. And then eventually, you know, she just said this. This is exactly what happened from this point, because from this point, it gets really, really awkward. And I didn't know what to do. So she says, don't worry about it. I'll just uh, I'll just call my sister and I'll just uh, walk from here and i said okay but i wasn't gonna leave yet but i kid you not like i kid you not no shots taken but i kid you not like i promised to the living god when she got out this car like oh my god the only reason i could not laugh was because i was the person that had to deal with this this madness like i was the only person that had to deal with this This was, was priceless bro like when she got out my car She stuck her foot and note, there's a heel on her foot. She didn't take her heels off when she was in my car. When she got out of the car, she put her foot outside of the car and she missed the whole ground and fell. (laughs) I kid you not. She legit put her foot outside of the car and she fell. And went straight to the ground and I literally turned around her other foot was still in the car and I literally was just like oh my god like you cannot be serious like you like bro like you cannot be serious like oh my god someone's hurt in my car oh my god I cannot do this I was so mad at that moment because the week before that i literally had some people tweaking on my back seat because they did crack cocaine on my back seat i was already mad about that and i said to myself i can't just be having anybody on my back seat i'm gonna start rejecting rides because you're not gonna do crack on my back seat like no one should be doing coke on my back seat but i was mad about that and in my head i was like it can't get any worse than that. Which I will talk about that on a different podcast. But that's what I was thinking in this moment. Like, even envision someone that went through madness that was just completely done. And next thing you know, you have a woman in a black dress fall out of your car and get a bruise on her face when she falls out of your car while being sloppy drunk. Touching on you while you're driving, saying that she loves black men. Like what what am I, what am i supposed to do like like bro like it was just it was a very very difficult situation because there was no light so i know she wasn't going to be able to navigate as well cuz normally when you're drunk you need light to navigate very badly and she didn't have enough light to even see where in the hell my door was even though my door is right there she kept turning away from it while one foot was still in my car and eventually i get out the car and i said oh my god are you okay She's like oh my god i'm i'm so sorry i did not mean to do that i i i probably should have stood straight up when i stepped out i was just like if you would have missed the ground while standing straight up that fall would have been a whole lot harder but okay I, i'm going to let you have that and you know i just i i went up to her and i was like do you need some help she's like yes please so basically i kept trying to get her up but her legs were just so weak and When I tried to stand her up, she tried to pull her foot out. Then her foot gets caught on my seatbelt and she falls again. Like she felt like, bro, like I I could not get enough. I I thought everything was good when I got her to stand up. Like she couldn't even pull her feet out of my, like she couldn't, she couldn't have a unified effort of pulling her feet out of my car together. Like, I didn't even know what to do. I was just like, oh, my God, you can't be this drunk. And then she's rolling around on the ground saying, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm so drunk. Oh, my God. And I'm literally just like, bro, this is ridiculous. This looks so sketchy. Women have been disappearing on the frequent for the past month in Ubers. Like, oh, my God. Like, (laughs) I look so suspect right now. Today I was wearing all black and I had on a do-rag. Like... I literally was like, I look so suspect right now, like a black man wearing all black and buckhead under an area on a populated road with no lights with a woman that has on a black dress that's drunk out of her mind. that can't even she's not even cognitive to stand on both her feet like I didn't even know what to do. And then the next thing you know, I tried to help her again, but then I panic. The reason I panicked, and I mean this when I say this in the most innocent way, the reason I panicked was because when she rolled around on the ground and I tried to come pick her up from a different angle, I realized that she was wearing no underwear. So not only is she drunk out of her mind, stand like rolling over at my feet with one of my car doors open, I'm wearing black. My car's black. We're literally in one of the most populated areas in Buckhead. The police have driven by twice since all this has been happening that I've already spoken of whatsoever. They've driven, they've driven by twice. She's on the ground. She's fell twice. She has bruises. They're both on her face. She's at my feet. We're at a neighborhood. There's no one else outside. And she's wearing no underwear. And I'm literally like, bro, this can't get any worse Like she thought I was going to leave her. I had to walk away to catch my breath I literally was like, yo, if the police come over here, bro I swear to God, this is going to be the biggest L of 2020 Like I'm not even joking at all Like this is going to be the biggest L of 2020 I swear to God, like I can't even begin to tell you how I was feeling in that very moment I was like, how in the hell did I get stuck with the, with the drunk woman that just happens to be Caucasian that decided to go to a an, on a date with a Caucasian male with no bra and no underwear on and a black dress that was extremely short. How did she end up in my Uber, drunk out of her mind, getting drunk with someone that she was not interested with and then ended up in my car out of her mind, can't stand, and rolling around with her dress riding up against the concrete. How did I end up in this situation bro? Everything was so good, I was just getting to the point where I was making 200 in a day, doing uber alone outside of my job, like I just got to that point. How in the hell did I get in this situation? I just want to go home at this point. Like, I was, I think at that point, I was at, like, 160. I normally don't stop until I get to 200, but at that point, I was at 160. And she just was just whining. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry I'm putting you through this. And I'm just sitting there staring at her, like, you drunk broad. Like, how? Someone just needs to explain to me how shit like this happens. How... Like someone just needs to. <sighs> I just I just can't do this. Like, I'm I've just been really just like this. This happened. And then and, and for anybody listening and they're really tuned in, it's not over yet. But I have to describe my feelings so you can understand how I feel. Honestly, I'm literally just sitting here thinking to myself, like how in the I always happen to get in situations like this. Like, I always do. And I just shake my head every time. And I just be like, yo, I don't know how I have the patience for this shit. I'll never understand. I feel like I'm special and God made me a special way. Because anybody else would have just left her there. Because this was too much. It was just, just way too much. Just way too much. Like, I completely understand enjoying yourself. I've been sloppy drunk too. But even when I'm sloppy drunk, I still have the ability to walk. At least take five steps before I fall. This broad couldn't even take two steps. She couldn't even take two steps. And she fell. And I'm literally sitting there like, bro. Oh, my God. If I touch her and then the police come over here and, they, and it, it's just not going to look right. If we haven't gathered the, the biggest confliction of this whole story, like, I'm black. There is no way. There is absolutely no way that you were going to sit here and see this whole situation from the outside looking in and feel like I'm not up to something. I'm literally wearing all black and my car is black. Like, what, bro? We've been si- th- it's on camera. We've been sitting in front of this gate for almost 20 minutes. Like, this Uber ride was a 15-minute a, a ride. We have been sitting in front of this gate for a minute. This ride has been active for an hour. Uber has already sent me messages asking me what's going on because it's already been seen. I've been at the destination for almost 25 minutes. They've been blowing me up, messaging me, asking, is the rider okay? They messaged her. I saw her phone. Like, I'm literally sitting here like, bro, this has to be the hottest situation I've ever been in since doing Uber. Like, this (laughs) this has to be the hottest situation. Like literally and then of all things and then it gets worse and then it gets worse and then i make the decision to carry her to her front door, leaving my car unattended. To be real with you, I feel like that situation was so bad, I'm not 100% sure, but I honestly feel like that I forgot to lock my car. Luckily, I was in Buckhead and nothing actually really happens in Buckhead at all. But I honest to God, feel like I left my car unlocked, trying to help this broad to her house. Because let's be honest, as bad as the situation is, my mom raised me better than leaving women like on the side of the road when they cannot fend for themselves. I told myself if she goes missing, I would never forgive myself. So, yes, as a gentleman, I did carry her to the door. I really did. I had to. There was just, I couldn't, she couldn't figure out her code. She couldn't use, she could not find her key card. There was nothing else to do besides walking because apparently she remembered that apparently this is one of those neighborhoods where the code to get into the the gate that you drive through is different from the code that you use to walk through. Apparently those codes are different. Weird ass neighborhood, but it, it, it worked because she remembered that code. So we typed it in. We walked. It was a very long walk. It was an extremely long walk and I I did hold her the whole time. I carried her all the way to her door and then I, I brought her to the door. I let her lean against the door and I grabbed all her stuff. Her stuff was actually, in like, on my bag. I put it in my book bag because I couldn't carry her and the stuff. I'm not that big. Like, I had to put some stuff in my book bag. Then I bought all her stuff. I put it to the side. I got her a bottle of water. And I was like, ma'am, do you need anything else? Are you good? She was like, do you want to come inside? And I literally thought to myself, <laughs> after all this shit that just happened, Did you really just invite me inside of your house? Like after all that shit, all that shit that just happened, like you probably in the midst of that whole hour, you probably costed me $50 because you just cannot, you were too drunk to do anything that was sensible in that situation. You probably costed me 50 to 60 dollars. I mean, yes, you tipped me $70. Yes, I, I appreciate that. But let's just be honest, okay? I deserve the tip for not leaving you on the sidewalk. The whole walk to your front door was just me be- just being nice. Just because of the simple fact that, you know, that um that I, I don't believe in leaving women in helpless situations. I don't care who the woman is. I don't believe in the shit. So, <laughs> I deserve the tip just for not leaving you on the sidewalk when you stepped out my car and fell. Like... That deserved a tip in itself. Because yes, you could have gotten up and I could have left and went about my business. But I didn't do that. I literally stayed there for a whole hour plus trying to make sure that you're okay. After I just seen how many L's a drunk woman can take at night after 12 o'clock. Like, that, was, that was what I got to do. And honestly, that shit is crazy. Because at the end of the day, As much as we all love drunk women. Because yes. To a certain degree. Every man loves a drunk woman. I'm not going to lie. I do too sometimes too. But I have to be drunk too. But the whole point. Is that at the end of the day. You feel me? The whole point. Is that you you there is no reason that a woman should get that drunk to where like I'm just gonna say it I don't like saying stuff like this because I read these articles all the time and I don't like saying stuff like this but I'm gonna say it no woman should allow herself to be that vulnerable in the car with a stranger you I could have been somebody that was up to no damn good Like, this is one of those situations where I can't even fully pity you. Like, if you went to a bar by yourself, what sense does it make to get that drunk? (sighs) Like, even if Uber is taking precautions to make sure people don't just go missing without a trace. Nigga, how do you allow yourself to be that vulnerable in front of someone you don't know? let's just be honest. Let's go over all the L's in this situation that I had to, I had to come to terms with as I was driving off in my car. Oh, yeah, and by the way, as I drove off, I drove by two Buckhead police. I just want to throw that out there. One of them was watching me. So let's, let's go through all the L's. Your first L was going on a date with someone that you were not interested in at all. That was your first L. Your second L was touching me. <laughs> that was your second L Your second L was touching me Because I don't know what makes women so friendly When they're drunk but men Sometimes are the same way as women I don't like to be touched by no broad I ain't like I, ain't, I don't like that I don't like it Yes I am very very nice And yes I can be flirtatious at times If I'm single But what we're not going to do Is we're not going to sit here And just make it seem as if oh you're a man You don't mind being touched No no, I do mind being touched. Don't, don't, don't fucking touch me, yo. Like, don't, don't touch me. Like, just don't fucking touch me, yo. Like, just keep your hands to yourself. Sit in the back seat. Put the seatbelt on and talk about something that's not related to something that's going to make me feel awkward during this conversation since you don't want me to put the fucking radio on. Like, do that. Like, like do that. Like, let's have a, a conversation about life. That, that's what we should have did. Instead of talking about what we like in sexual partners. Like, that's, that's what we should have done. Like, I, I, I kept trying to force away from the conversation. But, but you as a, as a woman want to have that conversation so damn bad. Yep. Next L. You fail. How in the hell do you step out of a car and miss the ground? How do you do that? Explain that to me. Like, no, I'm being so serious right now. Like, how do you do that? The ground is everywhere. How in the hell did you do that? How did you manage to miss something that was everywhere? Is your life that depressing? Like, how did you manage to miss the ground? I will never understand that. Like, you missed the whole ground. You took a track and field step and you missed the ground. It was every damn where. You fell like there was a hole in the ground, but there was no hole. You just missed the ground. If you are drunk enough to take a step off of elevated land, which a car is elevated over the ground. If you are drunk enough to take a step out of a car and miss the ground, which the ground is everywhere. You are too damn drunk to be in an Uber. You're too damn drunk. Women have been going missing for months and you got in a car with a stranger while being this drunk that you're vulnerable. And you got in that car with no underwear on if like, let's be honest. If, if I was up to no good, this was a freebie bro. Like this was a whole freebie. If I was up to no good, she should be thankful by the grace of God. That I wasn't a predator. There are lots of people that are predators in situations like that. Some men aren't even full-fledged predators. They're just partial predators if you give them enough. Like, partial predators. Like, I ain't all the way there, but, like, if you give me enough, nigga, I'm taking that shit. Like, niggas like that, bro. Still predators, but they're like optional predators. just just predators and then you rolling around the ground you 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 your dress is riding up you have on no underwear and then you have to get carried to your condo you have to be carried. no you lived upstairs you have to get carried to your condo and then you invite me inside after i just went through all that shit you invite me inside after I just went through like, bro. Let's let's just be perfectly honest. Let's be perfectly honest about this front to back. First of all, I'm not coming inside because I have a girlfriend. That's the very first thing. Like, that's that's the, the fact that has to be said so people won't feel like I am a jackass. Like, first of all, I'm not coming inside because I have a girlfriend. Second of all, I'm not coming inside because. Uh like let's let's just be honest about this shit, okay? What the hell would I be doing inside of your condo? Like like let's let's be honest. You was in my car, you kept talking about how much you like black men. You kept fucking touching me. What the fuck am I going to do in your apartment? Are we gonna sit in your apartment and continue to talk about how much you like black men? Like what the fuck, yo? Like what what am I gonna do in there? Like, why would I come in? Would you like to come in? Bitch, are you dumb? Like what the fuck, yo, like what What? Like Are You Dumb? Like nigga, like, like I'm trying not to be, you know, because things like this happen a lot. And sometimes I just feel bad because there are women out here that are really getting hurt because they're leaving themselves this vulnerable on a frequent basis. Like, like, who goes to the bar with no underwear on? Like, come on, bro. Like, just... No, bro. Like, that that shit crazy. Like, it's like you did all that. And then all that happened in my Uber ride. And you think I want to come inside? Nigga, like, I got to make this money, bro. Like... <laughs> Like, man, I ain't trying to come inside and do shit. Like, real shit. Like, and it's like, bro, like, this shit is over, bro. Like, like I can't even deal with this shit right now. Because in that situation, I was really upset. Because it was just one of those things where I literally just sat there and I thought to myself, like, if the police would have ridden by it decided to stop at any moment, I could think of 5 reasons I was going to jail. 5. I could think of 3 reasons why he wasn't going to listen to the shit I had to say. This girl had bruises on her face because she fell out of a of a of a she fell out of a standstill car. She fell like the shit was moving out of a standstill car and got bruises on her face. If they would have driven by while I was trying to get her on her feet while she was drunk and seeing that she had bruises on her face after just seeing that she was on the ground i'm going to jail i'm going to fucking jail what questions are you gonna ask i'm a black man with a black car and a black hoodie with a black do-rag and black shoes she's definitely beat up bruised she looked like she's been drugged she's actually drunk she smells like vodka like she looked like she'd been beat the fuck up because she kept falling on the fucking ground. And I'm trying to pick her up off the ground with my car door open. And she has on no underwear at all. What cop wouldn't arrest me in that situation? Plus, I'm black. Like, what cop wasn't going to arrest me in that fucking situation? Like, real shit. Like, what cop wasn't going to arrest me? Like, I promise you, ever since then, bro, i have be so hesitant to go back to Buckhead. I just be like fam this 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 shit is just retarded bro like what like and it's like that whole night I was getting crazy drunk women in my car that whole night like all of them were just drunk and crazy and just talking to me about all types of shit and I literally was just sitting there like fam this shit crazy but that was just the one where I was like, yeah, I I ain't been back like to Buckhead ever since. To be honest with you, I do miss those fifty dollar tips though. Those fifty dollar tips do really help. Like, let's just be real. Like, I, who wouldn't want a fifty dollar tip? Like, but it's not worth it, bro. Like, ever since then, bro, I just I be so skeptical about women in my car, bro. Like, I just I don't like this shit, bro. Like, I really don't. Like. <laughs> It's like, I just always, I've been going out my way for women my whole life. And this, this situation is just uncomfortable. Like situations like this is just uncomfortable in general. And I just don't like it, bro. Because it's like any other man in my situation would have did everything extremely different, bro. I could think of 10 niggas that would have went inside her apartment when she said what she said. Off the top of my head. I ain't saying no names in this podcast. I'm not even saying the name of the woman because I do know her name, but I'm not going to say her name. But it's like. I know 10 dudes that would have went in her apartment and just probably just, like, who did who knows what and just left and be like, bro, you won't believe what happened. Like, and of course, she probably would have sobered up and be like, oh, my God, what did I do last night? Trying to play the victim. Like, oh, my God, some black man destroyed me last night. Like, what? like, bro, Like. Like. This this whole thing just taught me that some of this stuff that happens to women, like, sometimes you just leave yourself exposed enough to where it's just going to happen. Like, in that situation, if I'm being honest, the only reason it did not happen is because I'm not a predator at all. Like, let's just be real. The only reason that did not happen was because I am not a predator at all. I actually want a daughter one day. I have a son. I want a daughter. Like I don't have it in me to be a predator. I have never had that mode of desperation amongst myself where I needed to be a predator of any way, shape or form. Never had it. Never needed it. Not weird about the way I interact with the opposite sex at all. Like I I don't need to be. I don't have problems in that area whatsoever, you know? So I don't have it in me to be a, I don't have it in me. Like if, if I, like, be honest, she just made it so easy to be violated and raped. And I just literally just sat there and thought to myself, like, man, some of these women need a reality check, bro. Like, like real talk, like some of these women just need a straight up reality check. Like stop revealing yourselves, like stop leaving yourselves open and, and exposed and just stop it bro like it's you're going to get hurt someone is going to take advantage of you and you're going to be solely responsible of why the fuck it happened yes you're going to have a police report yes somebody's going to need to be arrested but yes when you actually talk to someone they're going to ask you well what did you think was going to happen if you did this someone's going to ask you at some point bro like someone's going to ask you at some point Like just stop doing that shit especially in fucking ubers because i've i've heard horror stories bro like i've heard horror stories and like uber has been changing up shit just because they want to protect women from predators but there really is no way to protect the woman from a predator if she's vulnerable like that and as crazy as it sounds there are a lot of those motherfuckers around especially in atlanta Some of these women don't get the attention that they need, so they just, they just desperate for it in in ways where when they finally get it in the way that they get it, it's just not suitable for them because it's from a predator. That has no purpose but to sexually take advantage of you. Would you left yourself open for it because you wanted to go to the bar with no panties on? Like... This is one of my more crazier stories. It's not the craziest one, but it's up there with the top five. Like, I, I'm telling six, but this is definitely top five for me. Because this was a realization for me. Like, this literally was a realization for me. That it's not all, it's, it's not like, some of these predators do go out their way. But there are a lot of them that don't have to, and it's sad, but it's the reality. And this is my first story, and this is definitely a true story. And I hope you enjoyed it, because I definitely still think about it to this very day. And wait till you hear about story number two, because it's definitely worse than this one. Everybody have a great day.